0: Anchored is a production of the Classic Learning Test, based in Annapolis, Maryland. Reconnecting knowledge and virtue. Visit us at cltexam.com.
1: Welcome back to the Anchored Podcast, the official podcast of the Classic Learning Test. Uh, today, very exciting day. We have some friends with us from a close CLT Partner school, uh, a school that may not be on the radar for some of you, uh, the University of St. Thomas, but in particular, the Catholic Studies program there, uh, which is a gem of a program. We are here uh, with a student from the program, uh, Lucia Rosales, uh, former St. Agnes and Chesterton Academy student, uh, and Dr. John Boyle, who has been at St. Thomas for some time, who is the chair of the Catholic Studies department. Uh, Dr. Boyle, Lucia, thanks so much for being with us. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Uh, Lucy, I would love to start with you. We don't, uh, often get to have current students on the anchor podcast. Uh, so we love, when we get a chance uh, to pick your brain. So uh, I'd love to, to start and hear a little bit about, it. I mean, you went to St. Agnes. We love St. Ad- 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 Agnes. We, we know Michael Adkins. He's been a good friend of CLT for a long time. Yeah. Um, every Chesterton Academy in the country utilizes CLT. We, we love the Chesterton schools. Um, tell us a little bit about your, your academic formation growing up.
0: Yeah, so growing up, I was homeschooled um, first through eighth grade, and so I had a very classical learning style. Um, And then going into those high schools like Chesterton, um, where there were a lot of homeschooling families that joined us there, um, was really cool to relate over. Um, And then at St. Agnes, um, yeah, kind of continuing on that classical learning um, environment with um, liberal arts, which was really unique. And I, I really enjoyed that experience, and it really formed me in a lot of ways.
1: So you're growing up in Minneapolis. I mean, was was St. Thomas a known quantity your whole life growing up?
0: Yeah, I have a lot of family members who actually graduated from St. Thomas um, and who had a great experience, and so that was definitely something on my radar to consider when looking at colleges.
1: Love that. And then uh, Dr. Boyle, what, what year did you arrive at St. Thomas?
2: 1990. Okay, so you been must here for be a, a while. Must be
1: a good place to be if you've been there now for 32 years. That's amazing. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit about your your academic journey uh, to St. Thomas, uh, and then the origins of the Catholic Study Center, which I I just discovered myself in the past couple of years. It was actually uh, from a, a speech from Doctor Naughton. He spoke at the ICLE conference uh, about a year and a half ago, and I, I thought, man, this could be a speech given by the president of Thomas Aquinas College or our Benedictine. I mean, so on point, so authentically Catholic, and. What is this program about? So tell us a bit more about that in your own academic background, if you would.
2: Sure. Well, my own background—I'm—I'm a medievalist by training. I work in the Middle Ages, Thomas Aquinas in particular. I came to St. Thomas uh, before we had Catholic Studies, and I helped start Catholic Studies. And it—it that was 1993. We're coming up on 30 years of Catholic Studies, and the heart of Catholic Studies is—we put it this way—the impact of the Incarnation on human thought and culture. Our Mm. goal is to think about. How do you take, well, incarnation infected everything? How do you take that everything and put it together in an integrated way in your mind with Christ at the center? And we've been we've been doing that for 30 years and um it it's a lot of fun. And it's I think students have benefited enormously because it allows them to study all kinds of things. We'd love our majors to be double majors like Lucia, uh doing we got a great business school here they do sciences and business journalism and catholic studies and the goal is to help them pull it all together in a in a unified way in their minds uh, so they, they they can when they leave st thomas they can pursue professions they can pursue a career they can pursue life in a way that integrates all they know with christ at the center
1: uh dr Boyle, can, can you kind of repeat that i mean the, the, this incarnational focus.
2: Can you elaborate yeah. there a bit? Sure. Impact of the incarnation on human thought and culture.
1: Hmm.
2: The reality is there is no aspect of human thought or culture that's not been affected by the incarnation. So we're not a theology department. We, we, we study everything uh, and we want to think about what it means. Uh, we have a course called the Catholic Vision. And part of the point of that course is, if you actually believed this stuff, would it make any difference in the way you look at the world? Is it just a little cherry on top, or does it deeply form everything? And of course, we have an answer to that. It deeply forms everything. And, and that includes the things you might expect, philosophy, things you might not expect, finance, journalism, neuroscience. It affects everything.
1: So so this is, is pretty mind-blowing. The, the incarnation impacts everything. I, I love to ask you this question just about higher ed and how we got to the place that we're at in Catholic higher ed, um, is that it seems like the, the selective, the elite institutions, your Georgetown, your Boston colleges, um, they they seem to be the ones, the ones that are the most academic. They also seem to be the ones that are the most mushy or even disbelieving of the incarnation of, of basic Catholic truth. I mean, there's been this this mission drift. This was one of the things that that struck me when I, I first talked to Doctor Naughton about the Catholic Studies program uh, of so academic, um, but absolutely orthodox as well. But why why is there this tension? I mean, why why are there so few institutions? I mean, yes, you've got t- you know Thomas Aquinas College and Benedictine and Franciscan and these others, but it it's actually the exception. It's not the norm in Catholic mm-hmm. higher ed. Yeah, I think
2: part of it is just the desire for for intense specialization right. and, and and what happens is is faculty institutions get locked in their specializations it's important to have really good biologists who do biology um but the problem for students is they want that integration and you need a place in in an institution in a county institution that gives students the space and the opportunity to think about, how it all fits together, and that's what we do in Catholic studies very intentionally. You have it if it's not intentional, it's mm. not going to happen. Well, the reality is many institutions lost that intentionality. Mm. Let's well, see. Let's go back to you. You're not only in the
1: Catholic Studies program there, but you're also part of, of Latino Scholars. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think any other school we work with has a program like this. Well, what is the Latino Scholars program at the Catholic Studies Center at Saint Thomas? Tell us a bit about this.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. I just joined this year. So, uh, Latino Scholars Program is a program where Latino students on campus come together and we um, do service projects together as part of this um, scholarship program. So, I'm part of um, a service pillar called Cafe Amigos, and basically, we invite um, other Hispanic and Latino students from campus um, to talk about our faith and how it's important to us and kind of keep that tradition going over our faith and, and
1: support each other in that. So I think that's really cool. Uh, offline, Lucia, before we started here, tell me a bit about your background and, and your heritage um, from Mexico. Mm-hmm. I, I think one of the sad, sad stories with, with immigration is that so many uh, distinctly passionately Catholic families immigrate to the U.S. and U.S. culture actually removes them um, from the practice of the Catholic faith, you know, which is mm-hmm. a, a sad commentary on, on Catholic culture, which is one reason I was so excited to learn about the Latinos program at St. Thomas. I'm wondering if you could could comment on that phenomenon. Have you seen that culturally as well? With as as Catholics immigrate out of uh, places in, in South America, often lose their Catholic faith uh, in the U.S.
0: Yeah, um, that's definitely like one of the big problems that we're trying to tackle is to help keep that tradition within the Latino culture alive, of like their Catholicism and how it's really rooted into culture and we want to promote that. So being able to come together as students um, that come from those backgrounds and sometimes, you know, they themselves are from um, immigrating places or you know their parents are regardless. Um, it's really important to connect over our faith and be able to talk about it and support each other in that.
1: Love that. Um, Dr. Boyle, I'd love to hear more about uh kind of the, the life of a, a student in uh, the Catholic studies program. My understanding is as you can major in and something totally outside of of Catholic studies or have a focus elsewhere. What makes this program unique compared to uh, other options out there?
2: Yes, well, and and you're right. In fact, Jeremy, we really want double majors. And in the case of engineering students, minors, um, what makes us unique is not just the intellectual material that I spoke about. We work very hard. uh, Lucia indicates the Latino Scholars Program. We work very hard to bring students together. Friendship is essential. To sure. human beings, it's essential to your time in college. So we have we have a lot living arrangements for our students so they can live together, get to know each other, uh, build those bonds of friendship. We do social activities, meals, and, the, and we have the most beautiful building on campus. So we have a place that students naturally, you've been here, Jeremy, you know. Um, it's a beautiful place to come and, and be together. Uh, and we also have a Rome program, which is distinctive of any Rome program. And That too is built on the intellectual foundation, but also cultural foundation, foundation of community and friendship. Uh, The the secret to Catholic studies is precisely that it integrates all of those elements of our lives: our our friendships, our faith, our intellectual life. We want to see them all together in a deep unity of life. Uh, Mm. And one of the results of that is, I like says, I go to a lot of weddings this weekend. I'll be at another wedding of former students. Um, uh, We produce. Wonderful young people who go out there and 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 keep the faith and and live rich lives. Um, priests, religious, married—they're um, all part of our alumni, and they make a difference. And that's part of our goal. Uh, and we do that through the intellectual life, through friendship, through community.
1: Doctor Boyle, Boyle, some outsider kind of perspective, as I've kind of just gotten to know St. Thomas and the Catholic Studies program over the past years. Um, I mean, Saint Thomas is not a small university. We're talking uh, 10,000 students. Is that accurate? A five thousand undergrad, about
2: five thousand grad.
1: Okay, okay, and the, the the distinction is is pretty sharp, at least from an outsider, between mm-hmm. um, Saint Thomas itself and this kind of a uh, oasis of excellence or this enclave in the Catholic Studies Center. It's very much a vibe getting to know people there that would be that I would describe as, as something kind of like Thomas Aquinas or Franciscan uh, students that are are daily mass attendees. Um, And that is not, and and this is without, you know, any kind of insult I I don't think maybe the case with the university as a whole. So can you kind of talk about that dynamic? How how does the Catholic program fit into the larger life of a, of a very large university?
2: And, and, and you you said enclave, we don't see ourselves really as an enclave. We're, we're, we're not a bubble. Um, St. Thomas is a little slice of American culture. We've got everything here, good, bad, and indifferent. Um, And the beautiful thing is what we do is we help our students. It has to be a student who's going to take control of his education. If he'll take control of his education, we can help you learn to navigate in charity with apostolic zeal the world around you. Um, You'll be studying with students who might not share your faith. Um, And that becomes a glorious opportunity to share your faith. Uh, You're going to have to learn to articulate it, defend it uh, in charity. And and what strikes me about our students is the breadth of their friendships. Um, Mm. And and they learn to navigate. Um, And the beautiful thing is you can do it here. There's friends and faculty to help you do it. And, and, you know, you, you might have some missteps and we can help. And the great thing is better to make a misstep here than in your first job and uh, they're ready to go out there and just deal with the world that's out there because we're not the shire. We're not a bubble. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Welcome to reality. Welcome to living the faith in reality. Now, a student who will not take control of his education and his life, uh, I'll say it, shouldn't be at St. Thomas.
1: Uh, Lucia, you did not start off at at St. Thomas or the Catholic Studies program, uh, but you transferred in, and so certainly you were kind of looking at, at various options out there. Um, what was it about about uh, St. Thomas and the Catholic Studies program uh, that made you ultimately uh, go with that decision?
0: Yeah, so I transferred in my sophomore year, and um, one of the reasons I transferred was because the college I was at before didn't have a very sound Catholic community, um, and there wasn't a lot of opportunities on campus to you know, form who I am as a Catholic and as a student and how that integrates into my studies. Um, and so in looking at St. Thomas and the Catholic Studies program, I saw just a multitude of resources, and um, when hearing about stories from other students about the professors in Catholic Studies and how they really exemplify the things that they teach and the virtues that they, you know, read about and talk about in class. And so I was really inspired by that, um, and that was kind of the background of how I was inspired to join Catholic Studies and what they had to offer me as a student who was looking for that kind of formation.
1: Love that. Are you going to Rome, or have you already?
0: I did. I was able to go to Rome with actually Dr. Boyle um, this past spring.
1: Oh, fantastic. Is that, is that a whole semester you're doing in Rome? Is it a two-week program? What is that like?
0: It is a whole semester, yes. We were there for four months um, and we got to study there, which was amazing. I absolutely loved it.
1: Oh, that's so cool. Now, is there a, a St. Thomas house there? Or are, you, are you close to, to the Vatican? Uh, Dr. Boyle, can you elaborate on the Rome program?
2: Yes, the same, we have our own building. We have a, a, a lovely villa, holds about 34 students. We have a faculty apartment. So there's always a faculty member who goes. It's right on the Tiber, for those who know Rome. It's a oh lovely 20-minute walk to St. Peter's. Our students, we don't, we don't, our students are not in a bubble. Our students study at the Angelicum, the Pontifical University for the Dominicans. Okay. Uh, and there, Lucia will tell you, the walk from our place to the Angelicum, right through the heart of the old city, Ah, uh, you can decide, am I going to walk by the Spanish steps today? Am I going to go by the Trevi Fountain today? Maybe I'll stop at the Pantheon. Uh, um, the Angelicum is basically by the Colosseum. I mean, it you get Rome in your muscle memory. Uh, uh, we 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 are perfectly located. We're not in the historic center, so it's not crazy. We're in a lovely neighborhood, but you are um, uh, you're about a quick four decade walk from the Piazza di Popolo. Oh, my gosh. When we get out this
1: podcast, I'm going to have to call my, my CFO, Noah Tyler, to make the case for uh, me visiting, because that sounds just next level amazing. We'd yeah. love to have you visit, Jeremy. Um, is uh, is this something every student at the Catholic Study Center does or the majority?
2: Um, I, I would say more, certainly more than half. Um, okay. uh, we We make it so that any student who wants to go can go. We've never had a student who's wanted to go and hasn't been able to. It can be tricky with things like engineering majors, uh, but our engineering department works closely with us so that hmm. even students with really difficult things like electrical engineering, we get them to Rome. Uh, so anybody who wants to go, we get them there.
1: You know, my, my number one regret from college is uh, is not studying abroad. I didn't study abroad in college. My, my parents, thankfully, my dad got a job transfer to uh, Lyon, France, my senior year hmm. in college. And they were there for three years, so I, I visited, and I, I, I kind of got a study abroad experience in that sense. But it, it changes the way you understand America is is, is what's so interesting, right? Uh, Lucia, what was surprising to you about that? Did that change your uh, perspective on American life and culture as well?
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah, in so many ways, it did. Um, there's just like a different lifestyle there, a different pace of life for sure. That's more about finding joy in the small things and doing daily activities with this kind of bliss of just, okay, today's today we're going to take it for how it is and enjoy it, um, which I really liked. And there was less of a hustle culture uh, there, which was can be really distracting, especially when you're trying to be a student and really invest in your studies. So um, that was really helpful. But also um, getting a sense of the universal church there was amazing. We got to go to the Easter Mass with the Pope um, and we got to see people from all over the world. And it just really broadened my ideas of Catholicism, you know, outside of the U.S. and see all these cultures, all these people from all over who are so passionate and on fire for their faith being there at Easter Mass together.
1: That's, that's wonderful. And, and I, I, we'll talk offline, John, but I, I'd love to get out there. Um, Lucia, talk to us about the academics. Uh, what, what are you reading at the Catholic Study Center? Are you reading uh, Aquinas' Summa? Are, are you deep diving the Church Fathers? Uh, take us a little bit through kind of the, the core curriculum, if you would.
0: Yeah. So this is something that I am a minor in Catholic studies, and this is kind of like something I'm not super familiar with. Um, a couple courses I took were a couple of years ago. And the most recent one um, in Italy, we took, uh, we read St. Augustine, City um, of God. And we also took other classes at the Angelicum, and we read works from St. John of the Cross, um, and we also were studying moral theology under um, the Pope's moral theologian. And so we were kind of going through his uh, basic dissertation and understanding the things that he studied.
1: Sure. Yeah. Dr. Boyle, that'd be a great question for you as well. Can you kind of tell us a bit about the the core academic focus uh, at the Catholic
2: Studies program? Our goal is that all our courses are interdisciplinary. We want to bring disciplines that students think of as being separate into the classroom. Mm-hmm. So. In that sense, we 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 we're not a sort of classics of Western Civ. Although students, depending on the faculty, will read. We have a course in Dante. Uh, we have a course in Newman. Uh, a course in St. Francis. The heart of our program are courses that are thematic. Uh, Cath 101: Pursuit of Happiness. I mentioned one on the Catholic Vision. We do a course. Uh, the other core course is Crisis and Development of the Church how does the church develop over time? How do, how do we think about the incarnation and its effect over time? And we, we try to think of our courses broadly this way so that we can bring in history, literature, philosophy, the arts. If sure. we want students to take see things that are normally separate, separate courses, bring them together so that they can think about them in an integrated kind of way. Because if they can develop that habit in our courses, then they can bring the other things they're studying, psychology, Lucia. they can bring that into their own thinking. We we don't have to micromanage that integration. We teach them how to do the integration so that they can then take whatever that other major is and do it better. Dr. Bo, what is your favorite course? Whatever one I'm teaching at the moment. (laughs) It really is true. Whatever course I'm doing, I'm just totally passionate about it.
1: Okay, okay. That's fantastic. Uh, And tell us a little bit more about the, the community. Our students in the Catholic Studies Program uh, are you you living living together? Um, can you kind of flesh that out a bit?
2: Sure. So for incoming freshmen uh, and for sophomores who wish, uh, we we do have floors in the dorms that are Studies floors. Students study some core courses together. They do theology. I teach the theology course. Uh, they 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 do activities together. They can continue that in sophomore year. We obviously do a lot here in Sitzman Hall, our building. And what one finds, of course, is the students build those friendships that first year or two. Then when they become juniors and seniors, they're often living together. Um, you know, Naturally, it's the friendship group. We've got 200 majors and minors, so we're like a little college. Um, you know, Not all of them are going to live together, but they'll be together. We've got student apartments. St. Thomas is in an exquisite neighborhood. Uh, you know, we're not in an industrial blight. Uh, we're in the heart of St. Paul, but it's a neighborhood. And so... There's lovely little apartment buildings around, houses for ramp. Students find ways to live together and maintain that kind of community. And uh, we do our best in whatever way we can to foster it.
1: Yeah. Uh, we'll talk for a bit, if we could, about the, the sacramental life uh, of the church as, as students can, can experience it uh, at St. Thomas and in the Catholic Studies program. Uh, one, of, one of my really rich experiences as a, as a convert to Catholicism, the first time I went out to visit with Scott Hahn and, and spend an afternoon with him. Uh, at Franciscan, went into the, the port, as they call it, for the first time and was just shocked. It was just packed full of students uh, in adoration there. And then we went to Mass together and it was kind of standing room only. Um, and it was, it was so encouraging to see young people uh, going to daily Mass, going to mm-hmm. confession. Uh, can you kind of speak about that opportunities to be in the sacramental life of the church uh, at the university?
2: You bet. So St. Thomas has three Masses a day, uh, 7 a.m., noon, and 5. Uh, the five o'clock mass is here in Sitzman Hall. In our cha- We have our own chapel here. Beautiful chapel.
1: It is it's, beautiful. I, I, I visited. Yeah, it is, it is beautiful.
2: It's, and what I love about it is quiet. So students are always in there praying. Hmm. Uh, and then once the semester starts, uh, we have perpetual adoration at St. Thomas uh, starting Monday morning at eight o'clock here in Sitzman Hall. Uh, it's all day Monday here. And then it moves over to a chapel actually in one of the dorms. Uh, so that and it's there for the rest of the week so that. Students literally in those dorms live with the Blessed Sacrament. I might mm-hmm. note in Rome, our building in Rome, we also have a chapel. And I, it has the Blessed Sacrament. And I think for many of the students, just to live with our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament for four months in Rome, that doesn't get much better than that. So yes, lots of opportunities. Confessions heard a lot here at St. Thomas as, as well. The, the sacramental life is, is, is here available and rich for those who want to take advantage mm-hmm. of it. Uh, we also have a college seminary here, a wonderful college seminary. Uh, and those young men are richly part of the life here as well. They also have Mass um, there. They have what's called the Last Chance Mass um, on Sunday evening. Lots of opportunities um, for the Sacramental life.
1: Yeah, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast with you. I mean, my, my background for Ten years now, I was an avid uh, teacher, which is a program designed to, to connect first generation students to college. And then after that was a college counselor uh, at, a, at a very Catholic school, Mount Sales Academy and, and introducing my students to a lot of Catholic schools and then CLT. And, and during this whole time, I had not heard of the Catholic studies program at St. Thomas until about two or three years ago. And I thought, mm-hmm. how did I not know about this? I've lived in this world for a long time. Um, and as I've asked around, I, I think in some ways it's, it's I, I know for, for students like Lucia growing up in Minneapolis, it's absolutely a known quantity, uh, but for, for families looking for uh, authentically, uh, vibrantly Catholic options, uh, I want to just encourage you, if you're listening now, to, to add St. Thomas, add the Catholic Studies program to your list. Uh, Dr. Boyle, what, what is a good next step? If uh, parents, students are listening to this, uh, do you have visit weekends? Uh, what would you recommend?
2: What I would recommend is um, go to the St. Thomas website, Catholic Studies. Get in touch with me. That's uh, great. We can send you literature. We've got information on the website about all the things we've been talking about. Uh, and, but and students are always welcome to come and visit. Um, always love to meet with students. Um, we're it's the human thing here in Catholic Studies. Um, yeah, we're not a machine. We're human beings. and We we love to meet prospective students, talk to them, talk to their families. Um, I'm happy to Zoom if they're not local. If they're coming to town, happy to meet with them. Dr. Naughton, whom you mentioned, the two of us meet with lots of folk. And anytime somebody wants to visit, they're more than welcome to. St. Thomas has visit days, but nobody should feel limited to that if they're interested in Catholic studies. Love
1: that. Well, one of my favorite things about visiting St. Paul, and I think every time I've been, it's been January for the past three or four years, but it's, it's still lovely. I, I, it, it is yeah. It may be my favorite uh, cathedral in the United States, uh, the Basilica or the Cathedral of St. Paul is just mind blowing. Uh, really, really beautiful. Uh, I know when I, I connect with doc, Dr. Naughton there, I, I know that's a place he goes to mass and another great uh resource for students uh, on campus. Um, Lucia, Dr. Boyle, we always end the Anchor podcast talking about great books, uh, the books that have shaped uh, our guests. Uh, Dr. Boyle, I'd love to to start with you. Um, I'm wondering, I I know you've got an amazing library behind you right there. Uh, You are a man who has read many books, but I'm wondering if there has been one, uh, when you think about how it has formed your heart, shaped your thinking, uh, that kind of stands uh, above the rest.
2: That's a tough question. Here's one that's certainly in that category, and I think it's in that category for many of us Augustine's Confessions. Mm -hmm. And the great thing about the Confessions is, I teach it in my intro theology every fall. I've been doing this for 30 years, and it's a test of a great book. I still read it, I read it with my students. I am not bored by it. Um, It is a book that is just enduringly wonderful, and for me, one of the great gifts of my job is. I get to help students think with St. Augustine.
1: That's beautiful. Love that. uh, Lucia, what would it be for you?
0: I mean, along the same lines, St. Augustine, uh, we read City of God in when we were in Rome. Um, and it was really cool to see the way that he was talking about virtues and kind of combating these ideas against the pagans. And there we are in Rome and I look out the window and I see these pagan structures and we're looking to see the Colosseum and stuff and thinking about these ideas and being able to discuss them in a the place where St. Augustine is talking about was really powerful and to be able to um, learn about those virtues and then become a better person because of that. So yeah, and the cool. that
1: R- reading the city of God in, in Rome. And I, I, I'll confess, I haven't read the city of God since, uh, about 2004 or five. And I read it on the New York subway going to work uh, and doing from work <laughs> every day, not as, uh, I, I as Rome. Uh, but, but the context, Dr. Boyle is, is the collapse of, of Rome.
2: Is that accurate? It is, but it's Augustine uh, thinking about what is it that's great in Rome that mm. needs the incarnation. It really, it's it, it's the classic. It's a classic mm. Catholic studies kind of book. Augustine doesn't just throw Rome under the bus. Mm. Um, what he sees is deep tensions in Roman culture, great ideals in Roman culture that they can't achieve because they're. They're they're shackled by their paganism. They're they're shackled by sin. Uh, And he understands what could liberate it is Christ. And so it's this beautiful consideration of the greatness of Rome, the horrors of Rome, uh, Mm. and what Christ can do. And I love teaching it in Rome uh, exactly for that. I mean, the Rome that Augustine knew is around you. And to think about and to think about two thousand years well fifteen hundred years later, the Incarnation has done something to this city hmm.
1: love that uh dr Boyle lucia, thank you for for being on the anchor podcast again i i was I was shocked and encouraged uh just the, again the first time I heard uh dr. Norton speaking um it is it is great work that you're doing uh students, parents uh definitely check out the Catholic studies program uh the University of St Thomas there in minneapolis and uh, Lucia, congrats on uh, uh, entering your senior year. Uh, all the best to you in the future. And uh, Dr. Boyle, please please do stick around at St. Thomas as uh, CLT students head your way.
2: I'm not going anywhere.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Anchored. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe and share it with your friends and colleagues. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time.